How do I get them to the next level? What do I teach them? They're doing exactly, they're mimicking me, the way I talk, walk, the way I have five, you know, they're doing the same thing. What separates me from them and what separates them from the new upcoming young people? So there has to be in our industry, a body of knowledge, which elevates our industry. But to elevate the industry, we have to elevate the leader, the instructor. Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Are you ready? Keep this frequency clear. I know you're going to dig this. I am. Okay, here we go. Check, check it out. You're listening to the Martial Arts Media Podcast, where you, the martial arts school owner, gets insider tips and secrets from leading experts to help you build a more profitable martial arts business. Now, here's your host, the founder of martialartsmedia.com, George Faree. This podcast episode is the audio version from a video that was published on martialartsmedia.com. For the full episode, to download the transcript and get all the show notes, head over to martialartsmedia.com. Enjoy. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another Martial Arts Media Business Podcast episode. And very special guest that I have with me today, and a return guest, if you recall, episode 57, I had... Grandmaster Zalfi Ahmed join us. And that was actually uh, right before the main event in San Diego. That's going back uh, April 2018. And we've spoken a little bit, not the purpose of this chat, because we've got something really important to chat about today. But uh, one thing I really remember, uh, Zalfi, was when I was at the main event, Fred, uh, Kiyoshi Fred de Palmer's uh, the main event in San Diego, and after the event, we were both waiting on our flights. You obviously back to Texas and me to Australia. But uh, so we both got sat down at the breakfast table and we just had a long chat. And Kiyoshi Fred de Palmer hosts an awesome event, but that was the highlight of the event, actually having a conversation with you and just uh, learning from you and your wisdom from the industry. And so I'm really excited to be speaking with you again today. and. I think just a, a quick bit of context. So uh, Master Zolfi has been in the industry for 49 years, uh, founder of Bushy Band International. They have nine locations in Texas, three in Connecticut, multiple, multiple in uh, in Pakistan as well. And uh, Master Zolfi has earned over 300 martial arts awards, countless, countless credentials. But again, not why we're here today. We are here today because... Master Zolfi put together a masterful book that I just received the other day, and I've just I'm about halfway through it. Uh, it's called The Science and Secrets of Becoming a Master Martial Arts Instructor. Uh, we'll leave details and links where you can actually get this, but I think just to kick things off, Master Zolfi, why did you write this book? George, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Uh, on your show, and I really appreciate it. And thank you for your kind words. It was a pleasure, and I remember our conversation at the breakfast time, waiting for the vans to take us to the airport, and uh, it was delightful. And thank you for having the time to spend with me. I've cherished our relationship, distant relationship, and one day I want to go to Australia and yes. uh, share with you more. Uh, yeah, the main event was a great. Great event, and Kyoshi is a good friend of mine, and uh, 
If you've not been to that event, you must go to that event. Back to the book, you know, this is one of my friends asked me, how long did it take you to write this book? And um, I said, a lifetime. I've been in martial arts, you know, I, I will be uh, almost 60 years old in March. And I started formal training at age nine and formal training at five. You know, in Pakistan, wrestling is a predominant sport. So anyway, going into that. So I asked, you know, he asked me, how long did it take? I told him about lifetime. But actually, this project of writing this book, The Science and Secret, Becoming a Master Martial Arts Instructor, started about seven years ago. And it arose out of a personal need. I was, I was wanting one of my um, new directors to run a school and he was not even a black belt at the time he was a red belt and uh, we wanted to compile a body of information instructor training body information that is befitting for an individual to spearhead a school not just teaching a class for kids but a whole school so how do you how do you uh, develop that mindset with the confidence and the authority and the way they act, speak, maturity uh, of a high-level martial artist. Uh, so that is when the project started. And what I did was I did my research first. And I have my own experience, lifetime of martial arts training, learning, traveling the world. So I did my research and I called some of the best organizations, top leaders, and I said, do you have any content, any information, a guide, a workbook, a resource where you really are teaching an instructor to become the next level, to become a master instructor? Is there a differentiation? Now, in our industry, we have some fantastic, phenomenal material which develops instructor, the instructor training galore. You know, everybody now, all schools are at the level where they can develop, you know, uh, instructors, no problem. There's great information out there. Uh, seminars are conducted, workshops are conducted. Uh, and we all know that. And we, we, we have all learned that. And so my thought was, okay, that's great, you know, uh, but what is the next level? Where is our industry going? How do we develop the next level instructor who turns into the master instructor? So when I did my research, I found out that there's really truly nothing out there it's all experiential that you become your black belt, you're training for X number of years after that, and you have X number of teaching hours, and then you, you become a master. Uh, so now there's a differentiation between a master and a master instructor. And in this book, I have outlined the difference between a master and master instructor. So master in the martial arts, you, you can become a master in the martial arts in different styles of the criteria, X number of forms, training hours, even teaching hours. And then, you know, at fourth then, fifth then, sixth then, depending on the style and the system, they recognize you as a master in master martial artist. And they're, they're wonderful, phenomenal master martial artists out there. Uh, you keep training. That's a personal endeavor, personal pursuit. But to become a master instructor, what do we have to do? Just like we know in our industry that being a black belt does not qualify you to be an instructor. 
You know, you have to have instructor training. You can't just put a black belt, a new black belt, and start having them teach. They don't have the mindset. They don't have the communication skills. They don't have the principles, uh, the philosophies, the practices of an instructor. So we develop instructor training. Same thing. When you become a master level and you were an instructor already and now you become a master in your style and system, does that automatically make you a master instructor? So I don't think so. Uh, so what that does is that my master instructor and my instructor, the differentiation between them is only the time they've spent in there. But the body of knowledge, the epistemology is the same. The master instructor, what I'm calling now, did the master the, the, did the instructor's course. Now he's been in it for X number of years and he's calling himself master instructor. But the body of knowledge, the techniques, the principal philosophies, thought process, the practices, the communication level has not transformed. It's the same. He's also giving the high fives, the three-time rules, praise, correct praise, all that standard instructor teaching techniques. Uh, so when I go and when a parent is sitting and the parent sees this, this person is a school owner, he's a AKA, you know, a, a grandmaster, a master instructor. And then we have a 17 year old full of energy and uh, vigor and uh, animated. He or she is doing the same type of teaching protocol that the master instructor is doing. They're giving high fives. He's giving high fives. They go three times rule, praise, correct, praise. So what differentiates? Yes, they are older in age. Yes, they have four more stripes on the belt. But the teaching methodologies, the style, the communication, the terminology, the verbology, the, uh, the words, all is the same. So how do we separate the maturity level of a master instructor and an instructor? So I started doing the research. I talked to some of the tops. There's some of the best minds, uh, professional minds, martial artists, legends are in this book. And I called them. I said, I want you to contribute to this project. And they were very open-minded. I've got legends. You know the name, the list galore. And I also interviewed them. And I you know, said, tell me the differentiation. How would... And they have their own personal philosophies, but there was not a standard body of information to elevate the industry. Because another reason was that I feel our industry is stuck. We have a problem. We're not moving. The way we were teaching 20 years ago, we're still teaching the same way. The 15-year-old, when I was 15, what I learned as an instructor training, now I'm almost 60, I'm teaching. No, so how do I evolve myself? What is a structured methodology and a guiding principles, philosophies, and practices, not experiential, not because I'm older, not because I have five more days, I can do more katas, but I know by design that I am a more evolved instructor. So when I when I spoke to people, they said, you know, just take experience. Uh, you stay in it for 30 years, you become a master instructor. Okay, yes, you are a brilliant martial artist. You are exceptional. But what about the 20 other black belts who've been training with me 
for 20 years and I've done the instructor course over and over again. How do I get them to the next level? What do I teach them? They're doing exactly, they're mimicking me, the way I talk, walk, the way I have five, you know, they're doing the same thing. What separates me from them and what separates them from the new upcoming young people? So there has to be in our industry, a body of knowledge, which elevates our industry. But to elevate the industry, we have to elevate the leader, the instructor, and they have to start thinking at a different level, more uniquely, more maturely. So what I did with research, with personal experience, with interviews all over the world, this is not limited to United States. You know, I have friends all over the world and high level master, grandmaster, which you already know they're in it. My teacher and my other teachers, you know, tell me what is the separation? How do we evolve? And then I start putting this about seven, eight years ago, I started putting this body of knowledge together and I contemplated on it, researched it, observed the master instructor. So when I go to these events, I'm observing the master instructor allegedly or the instructor. And I want to see the behavioral differences, the pattern differences, the communication style differences. And this is what this book is about. It gives you a outline of guiding principles some philosophies, a lot of practices, uh, which an instructor or even the master instructor who thinks they're masters can adapt and make themselves even better. They are, we have amazing, phenomenal teachers, masters, instructors out there. What this book will do is this will make them clearly understand their role and take them even to a greater level. They're already at a high level. How do we take them to the next level? So that's, that is what I want to bring the body of knowledge, the pedagogy, the epistemology in this book, that it elevates our industry. So when our industry, when a leader is elevated, what happens is it raises our standards, you know, throughout the industry. And when their industry standard is raised, then we have more people wanting to come into our industry because now we are teaching at a maturity level. So in my opinion, and just my opinion, the martial arts industry is teaching at a college level right now. Our teaching methodologies, principles, practices, procedures, processes are at a college level standard. We have not evolved to a university standard. And my goal and objective for our industry is to have a contribution. I want to contribute to evolve our standards, to get from a college or high school level to a university level. Now, when we have that level, it automatically elevates us. We are the same brotherhood. We are, we are out for the same thing. And when we elevate the industry, we have more people coming into our industry. So that brings success to our profession, into our business. And that also helps us become better instructors so we can go out and really, truly, beyond the physical, beyond the kick and punch, make a true transformational change in the lives of our students. Because how are we shaping the lives for success, for higher growth, higher thinking by way of martial arts? We are not in a temple. We are not in a you know, uh, facility where you, they're, they're spending their life learning to be a monk or, you know, we have commercial schools where people come in. Now, the reason they will stay is the 
quality and standard and the maturity of our teaching, not just the physical, but the philosophies, the communication style. And this is not based on personality. We might, there's only one Bill Superford Wallace. You know, there's only one Benny the Jet. There's only one Dr. Mong Ji. There's only one, you know, Fred Degerberg. There's only one Buzz Durkin. But how do we reproduce those giants and bring our industry to their level of thinking, maturity, and communication? So my objective with this book is to elevate the standards of teaching. So I hope that helps a little bit. I love that. I love that you've you've captured all this knowledge, you know, before it gets lost, so to speak, you know, and, and you've captured it and you've given a pathway. I want to go back to the, the college versus university style of, of teaching, but I want to ask, how would you communicate to an instructor the importance of actually stepping up to a mastery level? You know, for a lot of instructors, they might be, well, I'm just an, in, you know, I'm an instructor. And now, you know, they, they pick up a book like this and realize, okay, well, hang on, there's a level that I actually need to progress to. How do you communicate the importance to an instructor to invest in themselves to become a master instructor? Great question. So it's a process. So I created about uh, 10 years ago in our organization, the master's university. And I have a workbook which goes with this. So my instructors first read this book and we have our meetings and then they go to the you know, 16 hour workshop where each chapter and we dig deep into it and goes through a workbook. So that's the process. But the first thing we have to do is we have to turn their mindset on. Say, hey, you are a great instructor. Just like striving for becoming a black belt, striving for becoming a master black belt. They need to, first they need to know that there is something more for them. There's a master college or master's university. There's a master's curriculum, master's course that they can learn. And there has to be a differentiation that yes, wow, this is how I used to think of this, who I am. And when I become the master instructor, my thinking evolves. I can see in ink that this is the process. This is what I will become. And I can wait to become that. So first thing is we have to have the body of knowledge, the criteria, the syllabus. And then we have to let them know that there is the next level. You just don't stay in for 20 years and then now you become a master instructor. There is a training. There is a process. There is information that you will need to learn. And then you will be certified and qualified and recognized, accredited to be a master instructor on an academic level, not an experiential level. So, yes. So we have a workbook. And my goal is uh, when this pandemic deal goes that I will open up workshops, whoever like to, you know, we're doing it internally for my organization because that, that's where the need arose. And now I'm, you know, having open workshops and I would like to create, uh, you know, the master's university to the next level where instructors, even master instructors come in and get the knowledge, get the information and at least know that, wow, wow, there's a difference. There's a difference in thinking. There's a difference in teaching. And unless they, if we don't know, we don't know. You know, if the, the instructor doesn't know there's something out there, how will they want to pursue it? 
So now there is something out there and now they can pursue it. They can look forward to it. And there is a solid piece of information education out there. I love this. So I want to just quickly go back to the, the college versus university style of teaching. And um, it, it reminded me of you know, a conversation we have in our partners coaching group where we have a bunch of school owners that we get together on a on a weekly basis. And when the whole pandemic happened, you know, a big thing that that we were discussing was value-based pricing. What I mean by that is, is, you know, when the whole pandemic happened, the vehicle of martial arts disappeared. Uh, you know, the physical thing that we love. But and everything moved online. But what I felt was missing online was the focus still on the thing that was missing, whereas the focus needs to be a higher level, meaning what is the actual outcome that martial arts delivers? Because if the physical form is gone, how do you still deliver the actual outcome, the community, the, the everything else that, that martial arts provides? And that got me thinking when you mentioned university level and college level, how would you feel if all instructors had to step up to university level, how do you feel the outcome would be different to the teaching and what students actually get from their martial arts training? Excellent. When a student goes to college, they get the fundamentals. High school, they get the start. It's like a beginner, intermediate, advanced level. So if you, if you put it in a comparison, you know, beginner level in martial arts up to black belt is high school. You know, black belt to second, third dan is college. And then above that is university from the technical, physical, technical aspect, you know, up to black belt is, you know, high school, second, third dan is college, third, fourth, fifth dan is, you know, university. So that's the physicality. The maturity level, it is difficult. It'll be hard for me to express in such a short time that begins with the leadership. That begins with their, the leaders, the owners, thinking processes. How do they think? How do they act? How do they communicate? And what kind of substance and content they provide and produce? Shallow or deep, wide, broad, wide, long, tall. So, the, the wisdom-based, experiential wisdom, not learned information. So college is information. University is knowledge and experience. So the information we take from high school and build the next level of body of information, the university takes that information, converts into knowledge and wisdom with the... Uh, culture that they have and the type of teaching, the academia, the type of body of knowledge that they produce, it converts that information tactical to practical to philosophical. Now, when the instructor and the institution matures, I'm not talking about kick and punch. I'm talking about philosophy. I'm talking about life-changing content. I'm talking about deeper meaning. Let's say, let's say from a from a school who who is re reciting the student creed, if they have a student creed, taking the student creed to the highest level 
in how they interject the student creed into their daily life. What other teaching philosophies, what other mental, spiritual guidance we can give to our students based on the martial arts uh, uh, field that it elevates them beyond learning another kata, beyond learning another choke. Now the thinking, when we have a CEO or an executive comes into our you know, facilities, yes, they're coming for the physical training, they're learning to defend themselves. But when they find, wow, there's a whole body of knowledge, my instructor is a wise sage, not just an instructor, drill sergeant, this person is a wise sage, a guru. He or she is guiding me through my life by way of martial arts. Not just by way of me memorizing the student creed, but he or she can really dig deep into the life development, my, philosoph my life philosophy, life mastery through the martial arts. So when we say life mastery through the martial arts, my instructor my master instructor really truly has the wisdom to communicate with me what is this life mastery through the martial art really is. Is it another kata which I learned or the principles of bunkai application or there's a deeper, much deeper, how is he changing my life, my thinking, my spiritual growth, not making religion, but spiritually how do I, there are some, who do that, and there are few who who connect to that, but the majority is not re receiving that. The reason why? Because majority of the instructors don't even know their existence of such a body of knowledge. So when we elevate our thinking, when we elevate our understanding of who we are, then we can give more. So my whole objective is to elevate our thinking and everything starts with your thoughts then when the thoughts are elevated as a more evolved high level human being or instructor then the words which come out of our you know symbols are the words which come out of our mouth those symbols connect to the student at a different frequency there's a different vibration with those words beyond the kick and punch and the choke and the throw and the armbar, okay? Beyond the trash him and bash him. So that's why yoga is so far ahead of the martial arts. If you take a comparison, there are millions of people around the world, mature people studying yoga because yoga provides a higher level of philosophical mindset as well as physical movement. Does the martial arts provide them? Martial arts provides it, but at a shallow level, in my opinion. I'm sure there are some great, you know, uh, philosophical uh, approaches in different systems, but I feel that we still need to evolve. But that's, so for you, if you have ever understood the yoga instructor teaching, you know, the guru, guru teaching uh, um, process, they elevate the yoga instructor's thinking and they can sit and talk to you about life uh, from a strategic and from a historic point of view, not from a personal point of view. And because they're thinking, they have trained their thinking and they have history 
You know, yoga can go back thousands of years. Martial arts can go back thousands of years, but what you find in martial arts is killing. You know, it was a battle art. So how do we evolve ourselves? How do we have the people see us more than kick butt machines? You know, that we can kick your butt. Oh, karate guy, chop. Oh, I'm scared of you. You know, I want to stay away from you. Isn't that the normal? Isn't that the normal response? Oh, you're a karate guy. Oh, I'm scared of you. I'm not going to mess with you. That's a standard reply from somebody who meets a martial artist. But instead of, I want them to say, you know, wow, I would love to learn from you. You know, but that only comes when we are evolved ourselves. And this is the first step. I, I, I don't know at all. I'm learning myself. This is the first step. In my opinion, you know, this is just my opinion. And so we need to grow our thinking and separate it from the instructor to the master instructor. I hope this clarifies. I don't want to go into the different tangent, but uh, I hope this answers the question. Yes, I love it. It's like you've, what you're really showing you is, is a way of self-mastery on, on such a high level but now how instructor could actually apply that and, and share that. I want to ask you, because um, you talk about in the book, this whole subject, elevating your thinking, elevating your wisdom and taking it to the next level. And you give great credit, a lot of credit to great grandmaster, Myung Gi, uh, mm-hmm. head of the American Bando Association, yes. for helping you step up to that next oh, yes. level. If I can ask, in, in which way was Dr. Myung an inspiration to you? So he is my adopted father. He's adopted me as his son. So we had a formal ceremony many, many, many years ago, 1992 or 94, when my father came to America. So this is a cultural tradition. And Dr. G is my mentor, and he's a father figure to me. And tech, actually, he's, my, he's adopted me as his son through my father's, through my father's approval. So... We had a, my father formally asked Dr. G to adopt me as his son in America because my father was overseas and Dr. G took that role very, very uh, to heart and he has guided me uh, with the highest level of integrity that anybody, you know, he kept his word to my father. He said, don't worry, Mr. Ahmed, he's my son from now on. And I will take care of him. And his objective for me was to, you know, I was young at the time, much younger, to shape me and elevate my thinking. And the way he did that over the course of time and taught me martial arts, some of the best martial arts training I've ever gotten is from Dr. G, the physical aspect. American Bondo and the Bondo system is very vast and very deep and very, very, you know, full of, enriching history and training. Uh, but Dr. G is not just a great grandmaster in the uh, Bondo system. He is a multiple PhD. He was a, you know, uh, invited uh, 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 professor at Harvard University. I mean, this man is just a, at a different level, at a whole another level. He's not human. He's superhuman. And not I'm, not I'm not saying that because he's my teacher, my mentor, but that's the truth. If you meet him, you will you will realize what I'm talking about. So, and there are very few people out there like that. So I'm very fortunate that I have had this genius of a man, this wise monk of a man, Sayato, the monk mind, has taken me under his wing to guide me and 
you know, teach me. So uh, I've learned so much and not only the physical, but the thinking. And I've learned by observing him, by observation, his ma mannerism. And we've had conversations, you know, uh, I will give you an example. He came, he was writing a book on me. It's called Panther from Pakistan. He wrote a book. He stayed uh, 22 days in my home. And this is how our daily uh, routine would be. He would be up at 6 a.m. with this, you know, pipe and typing on my computer. And when I would wake up and my wife, you know, we'd make him breakfast. And then all day he would be going and we'd be training. And there would be time George, and this is no exaggeration, it'll be 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and he's teaching me, choking me, stabbing me, showing me the tiger form and all, and we're talking about history, philosophy, and I would say, Doc, it's 2 a.m., it's 3 a.m., we need to, we need to, you know, go to sleep. He's, oh, yeah, already? Okay, I said, Doc, go to sleep, you know, and put him to bed like a child, and then he would be up at 7 a.m., and I'm dragging, so... It, it was an experience living with a legend. I mean, I learned the true definition of dedication and work ethics just by being around him. Not let alone the physical technique, but the, that's why he's a genius. Multiple PhDs, linguistic, you know, he's military uh, decorated veteran, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so... I'm sorry, I got off the tangent because when I oh, talk about great. it, I just get I just get totally excited because he's he's you know we need mentors in our life, and I'm so fortunate that him and other people mentored me. So one way of elevating yourself is find the right mentor, and mentorship is so important. And let the mentor mentor you. Those are the lucky ones who get mentors in their life, and they let them guide them. And it grow their thinking first before they grow their you know physical anything. And a mentor is not a person who is not a uh, you know a feel good coach. Hey, good job. A mentor is tells you the way it is. You know, good bad. He or she will let you know. You know their opinion. Then it's up to you. They don't influence you in doing something. They just educate you and guide you. So uh, I hope that helps. Also, I. Uh, I forgot the question. <laughs> uh, no, that, that was great. I guess um, one or two more questions for you. And um, I think for anyone listening, they can feel your, your your passion, the wisdom and everything coming through and definitely worth picking up the book. I do have one more question about the book because, you know, other than yourself sharing all this great wisdom, you've got so many people that have contributed as well. Uh, I'm, I'm probably not going to name all the names, but, yep, we've got... Great Master Bill Superfoot Wallace, uh, Grandmaster Red Van Manava, I, uh, one of my yes. actually long long-standing clients. Uh, yes. I speak to Arkan quite often. Uh, Kiyoshi Fred De Palma. Uh, we got Buster Hogan, uh, Hunchy Dave Kova. A lot of knowledge packed in this book from a lot of uh, uh, super talented martial artists, and. We were discussing earlier and you were talking, you mentioned you had to interview all these people. And I don't know if this is even possible to answer, but with so much diverse knowledge being shared with you, was there one or two things that really stood out that was a universal philosophy of a great master instructor? The great thing was that everybody had their own unique approach. 
and there were some some people who just did one-liners, and some people wrote, like Bill Clark wrote a whole, you know, in some chapters in there. So one thing was that everybody had their own essence. The, what what this book has is the essence of their personal idea of what a master instructor should be or is. So they just extracted their essence and put it in, in this book. One thing was that what I took away that open to learning, a master instructor, which is, which is universal, is open to learning. Next point, I think I'll go to three points which, which stands out, that they're learners, open-minded to learn and grow. Second, they are in service for their students. They have evolved beyond themselves. They are not pursuing it for prize, profit, or fame. They are doing this because it is them. They have become the essence. They've evolved beyond the prize, the money, the fame. Now it's part of the DNA. So they teach out of love of teaching, not out of need of teaching. And the third thing which stands out is they all want, they are all on a path of transformation, transforming their students to a high level of human being. To them, martial arts is more than kick and punch. To them, martial arts is truly empowerment and transforming a student into becoming a better human being. So, these are, the, these are the key essence and how they do it is in the book and how they see it is in the book. And uh, I'm so grateful to all these great minds and great leaders and great legends that they contributed because my objective was and still is to put that, that information so it should not be lost. When I ask them the question, what is a master instructor to you? I wanted, wanted to put their you know, essence in the book. So this is not lost for the upcoming generation. So this becomes a text which is which is standardizing our industry for master instructor. I'm already working on the next book. It's called Beyond the Master Instructor. So now I'm ta talking about the grandmaster level, you know, at the next level. So I've already completed about 12 chapters. So my goal is to uh, publish that in 2020. Too, probably, uh, but now what is after this? Because I want to leave behind a body of knowledge that continually shapes our industry. That, that is my contribution to our industry, which has been so wonderful to me. Uh, you know, martial arts has changed my life and martial arts has given me and made me, you know, who I am today. Of course, the teaching of my parents and my faith and my you know, teachers, but it's all martial arts where I'm today. What the reason I'm speaking to you is because of the martial arts. And uh, I want to help shape those other lives because I know it's given me a lot. So I want to give back to the martial arts. And I see it in a way of a, you know, book or a course or, you know, a training. So I want to leave that behind and continue for it continue to evergreen to give back. That's my contribution which I want to leave. Love it. 
Grandmaster Zolfi, thanks so much for making the time to chat with me. And for anyone listening, uh, so the Science and Secrets of Becoming a Master Martial Arts Instructor. I even said it the American way. I even said master. Master. <laughs> Not master. <laughs> all, the links, all the links to where you can purchase the book is in the show notes. Uh, uh, Master Zolfi, anything you'd like to add before we wrap well, up? Well, thank you so much. I, I truly appreciate your time and you know, thinking of me and helping promote the book because I feel this will help everybody. And you don't have to be an instructor. I've got students in my academy purchasing these. They just want to learn. They just want to know what we think about. So this is not just for an instructor or a master instructor. Anybody can, when they read this, if, if your student read this, it, you're already planting that seed way early. You know, if a green belt, adult green belt reads this, they have already, you've already planted the seed. You've already building an instructor, mass instructor in your school already. And elevate your instructors. It elevates all of us. So the lady who edited this book, she's a PhD. And she's a retired uh, professor of education. She used to write manuals for instructors in college manuals. So she told me, she said, Master Zulfi, I have learned so much from this book. And he, she's an educator. She writes manuals. I've learned so much. She edited it. I've learned so much from this book. Why don't you write this book for teachers? Not martial artists, for teachers. All you've got to do is change the master instructor to teacher. And this will be a very big addition to the academic industry. I was not thinking of it like that. And this person who's outside our industry, who, who did the editing, she's telling who, who I look up to. And I said, I hope I'm telling her, I hope this is good enough. She said, I've learned from this myself. And you can bring this body of knowledge into the academia, academic work, and it help, it'll help the teachers. So what a great uh, testimony. What a great encouragement that she gave me. And it made me think in a different way now. So... I highly recommend, and I'm, I'm not worried about selling it or not. I, I've already achieved what I wanted from this book. But whoever gets this book, first, I want you to give me your feedback, what your takeaway is, so I can improve myself and I can grow and also learn from it. And uh, uh, it's not only for instructors. It's not only for master grammar. It's for everybody. Your students can read it, and when they read it, it, was, it was, they will see the martial arts, instructor at a different level and um, uh, you know I just wish everybody the best of luck hang in there guys good times are on their way you know when this pandemic is done people are cooped up they just want to get out what a great thing we do what a great service we provide I guarantee you give it time your schools will be packed just hang in there be true to your profession Keep bringing the best of yourself. Continue to grow yourself, and your school will be jam-packed again. That, mark my words; it's about to happen. Not happen maybe in the next six months. The one who is relevant and who's present will reap the benefits. Totally, and I, I just want to add to that for you know, especially for anyone listening from elsewhere. I can definitely vouch for that. Um, you know, one thing that we that we really assessed working with school owners in multiple countries is watching countries ahead of the curve, you know, where the pandemic sort of uh, 
you know, when things open up and come out of lockdown, and I know here in Australia, schools are booming, um, you know, and we're seeing how that is trickling through. So, yeah, if, if you know, if things aren't great now, just be ready because it's coming. For several reasons. Number one, cabin fever. Number two, there's some great movies coming out. Number three, if we have been active and relevant, people appreciate and notice and support that. You know, so your success is not what you do for them. Your success is how they see what you do. The community will support you because you've been around supporting them. And it's very important to stay present and relevant. The community will recognize you. Love it. Great opportunity to lead. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Thank you, Master Zofi. I'll speak to you soon. Awesome. Thanks for listening. If you want to connect with other top smart martial arts school owners and have a chat about marketing, lead generation, what's working now, and or just have a a gentle rant about things that are happening in the industry, then I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group and in there I share a lot of extra videos and downloads and worksheets, things that are working for us when we work, help school owners grow and share a couple of video interviews and a bunch of cool extra resources. So uh, it's called the Martial Arts Media Community And an easy way to access it is if you just go to the domain name martialartsmedia.group. So martialartsmedia.group, G-R-O-U-P. There's no .com or anything, martialartsmedia.group. That will take you straight there. Uh, Request to join and I will accept your invitation. Thanks. I'll speak to you on the next episode. Cheers. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com.